caution. You are about to enter the no space. The American dream is dead. Kilimanjaro. Obama! Trade wars are good and easy to win. Um, let's see. So to actually be educated, I think we didn't. Trump didn't go with the full five hundred billion on the trades. Um, total value of U.S. tariffs on China amount to fifty billion. Okay. Uh, the first round covering eight hundred eighteen products were thirty four billion, and so these aren't the actual like the numbers they quote are not the taxes like number right like the number they quote is like the total value of stuff okay that's being taxed right okay i get you i get you and so like the news is like doing this thing that makes it sound like trump is collecting a 50 billion dollar tax right Mm -hmm. when in actuality it's a percentage of that okay um yeah so first one covers 340 uh, 34 billion 818 products second round will cover 284 more products at a later date nice um, there are already tariffs on the eu canada and mexico on imports of steel and aluminum also okay if we want to get back into it the constitution says that congress should have trade authority <coughs> oh 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 no Trump is imposing all these tariffs off of like some like weird security thing that says like oh these tariffs are needed to like help our American industries in the case of a security disaster right so like it's normally used for steel productions and war production to say like we need to have these industries ready to go wait, wait, wait. just in case whoa 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 okay so immediately me and you both know that's mm-hmm. BS right but we got I got yeah. I got case study because it's already affecting me personally. Um, okay. Magic the Gathering. Oh my god, ten, what's happening? 10%. There is a 10% tax on um, collectibles uh, like comics, <laughs> collectible print goods and like imported from China. Figurines and stuff? No. Um from Canada. Uh, oh. Yeah. Which is like another thing. So, two, two, twofold. Right, but the, the thing is, like, did the president set that, or was that set in a law that was a holistic thing by Congress? Oh, that's a good question. I actually don't know. Let me, you see? Let me pull up the thing. <clears throat> because, like, it's kind of bullshit that Trump can just say, like, I'm going to set $500 billion worth of, or I'm going to set tariffs on $500 billion worth of trade. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to come at it from the point that, like, this is just, like, overall, it's a, like, despite the hilarity, like, overall, this is a net negative. Just because, like, it amounts to a tax on us, really. Because, like, if you think corporations in China is going to be eating this cost, like, no, they're going to pass it on to the consumer. Yeah, like, I know. Like, every tax on a corporation works. Yeah, exactly. Like, no, nobody. Like, this is just like there's there isn't like a conservative and liberal side. So to this, so okay okay. So let's 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 expand on that, right? Let's expand on okay on on that take. So your your take is that those costs get get passed down to consumers, which makes sense, right? Right. Why would the corporation yeah. want to eat that cost? 
Okay, so are you telling me that we should never, ever put any kind of fines or tariffs or regulation on industry ever? Because then they're just going to pass the costs along. I'm not, I'm not saying we shouldn't put any regulation on industry, but I am a firm believer that we shouldn't have corporate taxes. Oh, God. Okay. There should be a 0%. Like, the best thing about Trump's tax plan was that it drastically reduced the corporate tax. Because what are you doing? What is a corporation but, like, a pass-through for money, right? Like, they're going to pay employees, they're going to pay their shareholders, and they're going to pay their C-suite. And all that money then gets taxed on the income side. It's way easier for a corporation to dodge taxes than it is for an individual to dodge taxes. So what we're doing is we're trying to collect taxes twice. Once when it comes in on the corporate side, and then again when it comes in on the income side. Why have both? Like, that's extra drag on the economy. I think it's because, uh, maybe, maybe that's... It feels good to tax corporations. Okay, yeah, it does feel good. It feels good. It feels good to... That's the only reason. Like, it is an, it is economically unsound to tax corporations. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of, like, what some kind of logic might be there. And honestly, there there isn't like is there right is there corporate income that doesn't go into like an individual's pockets i guess is that question like is is no because because corporate income that doesn't go into an individual's pocket goes into r&d costs which eventually goes into salaries right and investment in whatever machines they're buying or whatever r&d costs or expansion costs that sort of thing like it either gets paid out in profits it gets paid out in salaries or gets paid out in reinvestment. Corporations don't really hoard money. I mean, they do. They can have a bank account, but, like, investors will penalize them for hoarding money. Right. That's true. <clears throat> but it's kind of... The only reason, the only reason Apple had such a huge hoard of money is because they were avoiding corporate tax in America. Interesting. Very Interesting. So, like, I think we can talk about that and related to, like, the the trade war stuff. I'm, like, a big proponent of, like, getting, like, I actually think that's why the markets opened up, right? The markets are being buoyed right now. If you look at it, there are, most of the money going into the market right now is not retail investment, it's not 401ks, and it's not even the Fed Reserve, right? The Fed Reserve is starting to sell off Mm. their balance sheet. All of it is corporate share buybacks, right? Which is a way of... What is that? I hear, like, wind. Oh. Hold on. Okay, that should be better. Okay. <clears throat> um, like, all of that corporate share buybacks is just putting money back in the hands of shareholders, which eventually will get taxed as profit. Okay. Or, not, or taxed as income, I mean. You see? So, like, they're buying back their share, their shares, which is buoying the, um, the overall market, right? Um, and that's a direct result of the drastic lowering of the corporate income tax that happened under Trump's tax plan. Because they're able to now repatriate their money at, an, at a tax advantage, and then they have to do something with it, and a lot of them are just deciding to buy back their shares. Hmm. Interesting. Which is... To say they're returning that money to their shareholders. Right. Yeah, because, I mean, you're just reducing the number of shares that are out there. And, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So tariffs are stupid. But it's being countered with this a, a better tax plan, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what's causing the American market to show strength. 
it's also what's causing I think like the jobs and the reinvestment like I sound like a Republican here but like I don't think we should have okay like if I were to like re-envision do we just want to talk taxes maybe we do I've got like a whole (coughs) tax plan you know like I think you get rid of the corporate income tax I think you get rid of the personal income tax right okay like you get rid of both of those. Those are both just stupid drags in the economy. You shouldn't think of taxes as like how can we collect the most re- revenue. You should think of taxes as how do we incentivize the maximal amount of economic growth, right? Mm-hmm. So like corporate income taxes and personal income tax, like you are penalizing people for working. Corporations do actual work in the economy, and individuals and their salaries do actual work in the economy, right? All right. And an income tax is just penalizing someone for, for working. What you should be taxing is dividends and capital gains. Oh, okay. Because that's rent-seeking. You should also have um, land use taxes, not property tax, land use tax. What that means is that like you have a tax for owning land, right? It's a wealth tax. But it doesn't go up the more you improve it. So as you improve the land, the tax never goes up, which incentivizes heavy development of the land. Because a percent, like if you can collect more rents from your land, uh, the percentage of tax you pay on it goes down. So that that incentivize that land use would then incentivize like massive skyscrapers everywhere, and extreme it extreme. Would look, it would look a lot like, like density. Japan, Japan uses the land. Like, Japan uses the land use tax. Okay. Yeah. And so it would it would incentivize our cities to look like that, but it would drastically increase the housing inventory, right? Which would decrease rents, which would reduce another drag on the economy. Hmm. I think from just really taxing a ton on the dividends and capital gains, you can collect, you could like replace our our the corporate income and the and the income tax. Also the increased economic development from people actually having to work to be able to get money would compensate for that as well. Okay. So <clears throat> I wanna I wanna kinda like put the brakes on here a little okay 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 here comes the conspiracy theory okay okay all right okay i'm gonna i'm gonna put my fan on full blast because we're not really recording yet sort of okay okay all right so so the reason we have income tax all right uh-huh. is because um you can play you can play get more games with the tax code okay all right, like it's it's super complicated because taxing dividends, like that's easy. It's like super easy. Like you just, yeah. it's all like, it's all there. Well, okay, I I, I want to be clear. Like dividends do fall under the income tax code right now. They don't fall under the capital gains income tax. I'm just proposing making it a separate class and heavily taxing the dividends. Oh, oh. So, like, they are, so, like, if you're making, like, they fall under the normal income tax brackets right now, dividends. Capital gains do not. So, like, your shares going up and then you selling it, like, a long-term capital gains. Right. So, there's short-term capital gains, which fall under, I think, the normal income tax, right? The long-term capital gains fall under that 10% rule. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're getting into territory where I, 
I am I am not well versed. I have spent I have spent a shit ton of time reading about tax oh, codes. Oh Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. It's like this is like this is like how you create an economy, right? Like if you are in government, you use taxes. Like taxes should be your entire plan on how to develop how to shape your country like if you implement a land use tax and abolish property tax across the board your entire country looks completely different that's true it does and so like that is like our single greatest tool and like they nailed trump for the for this tax plan the smartest thing he did was greatly reduce the corporate income tax to a more competitive rate it's like the income tax cuts that was like penance to make people say like oh look i got an extra like 50 bucks you know on my paycheck if you're lucky like that was like nothing the corporate income tax that was the whole thing on that was getting that corporate income tax rate down and that's a good thing i think even like liberals or conservatives and conservatives should see that as a good thing but it needs to be paired with catching it on the other side of the of the stock market okay okay so you want to get rid of what is what does this accomplish? Are, are you talking about getting the same amount of tax revenue for yeah edu- yes, but in different places. So my my thesis is that you want to reduce rent seeking as much as possible and encourage productive work. So like if you if you're a landowner, you're you're a big landowner real estate guy, right? Like right now you could just have a bunch of houses and just increase your rents every couple of months, uh-huh. right? If we implement land use tax, now you have to like continually improve it, right? To make your tax uh, burden work out in your favor, right? Okay, no, I'll get you. Um, and so, like, you're actually putting productive work into your land now instead of just sitting <coughs> on it and letting the rent go up. Because in some ways, because other people around you, other people around you, are increasing the inventory, mm-hmm. right? Which decreases the rents. So, like, your rent is actually decreasing each month that you don't improve it. That's true. Which means that now you are putting productive work into the economy as opposed to just rent seeking. So, in a way, property taxes encourage you not to improve your land because improving the land increases the property tax tax because the value of the land goes up. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm I'm almost on board. Do you you want to just do a whole episode on this? Sure. But I feel like... There, there must be some sort of benefit, right, to property tax. Otherwise, why would we have it? The benefit to it is that, like, a lot of econ- uh, historical economists have called it, like, the, the best tax, right? And it's considered the best tax because it's a tax purely on wealth. Okay. Um, you don't, you're not taxing any sort of productive work, so you're not putting this drag on any sort of productive work. You're just taxing people's wealth. And since they can't you know you're it kind of forces them to continue to be productive to continue paying it because you can't like take out part of your wealth to pay it you know that's true like that doesn't you can't take out part of your land to pay this tax right. every single because if you year. keep doing that eventually you'll have no wo- you have no, no wealth land. yeah no wealth right. right so and so like it's considered one of the better taxes. Um, also, any sort of tax on wealth decreases your inequality, your Gini coefficient in a, in a society. Um, and a land use tax is still a tax on wealth, but it's a tax on wealth that incentivizes even further a productive work into the land. 
this is why Tokyo has one of the lowest taxes of uh, or lowest rents of any like world class city. So like it's if you compare it to its peers like London or New York right. or you know because the property owners are incentivized to just add more continual yeah building. continual yep. building apartments on apartments. Okay. Yep. And you compare it to San Francisco, which has the complete opposite. Their taxes stop increasing whenever they buy property. Wow. So the day you buy it, it gets your property gets assessed, you set a tax rate, and then it never changes. So like your property your property value goes up and your tax burden never changes, right? Right. And the, the, you don't get it's not that um, you have to improve it to make that ratio work out is you just get to sit there and the ratio works out hmm. so you got any holes you want to poke in that god it's 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 kind of tough it's kind of tough because it's not it's not a it's a tough political sell to say corporations shouldn't have to pay taxes yeah i guess I think so. that's like the tough political sell. But I feel like if you came in and you said corporations don't have to pay taxes and neither should you. Like that's the move, you know? Okay. Okay. Cuz like 90% of America is like, well, I shouldn't say that. Most Americans have 401k's. And like I've got like other ideas about 401k's, right? Like I've I almost have like the title of like the book I want to write. It's like 401k's and like the death of the American dream. Oh my god. Like I, I legitimately think instituting the 401k like caused the breakdown in democracy that we see right now. Really? Okay. Let, yeah. I want to Okay, so the land the land use thing is interesting, but I want you to expand on that because that that's a okay. very bold claim. The 401k was seen as like and it does accomplish this to some degree. It's like, well, instead of making people dependent on their corporation for for retirement will make them dependent on the market broadly and give them a semblance of independence like that's the most positive case for a 401k okay right right what it did instead was allow corporations to offset the burden of employee retirement because people were living longer and the pensions just stopped working out i mean you can go look like the pensions don't work out yeah no any company that still holds pensions is yeah, no, you, right you, you'll you lose solvency if you try pension plans, like, in the modern day. Right? Exactly. Like, yeah. And so, like, I'm not advocating a return of pensions, but we didn't think about how forcing every single career-working American into the broader market, we didn't think about how that would change the incentive structure of the average voter. The incentive structure of the average voter now is to care deeply about what's happening on the stock market, which doesn't really reflect the economy broadly. Right. I mean, it's it sort of does, but not not quite. Before the four hundred one k, I don't think very many people cared about the stock market unless they were playing it with their own money. You okay. Know? Now we're required to care. Yes, because I mean, if you're employed, and so now yeah. we're gonna vote in the best interests of corporations. You know, that's why you know you kind of see it. The older people get, the more of a stake they have in the system, and the more they're gonna vote on the side of bigger corporations instead of for themselves. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Because voting for the corporations, the longer they're working, is voting for themselves. 
Right. Whereas before, they were just caring about their one corporation. Just right? the one they worked for, right? Exactly. So you and they couldn't really give it. They didn't really care whether which way the market went. Okay. I don't know if that really works because having a bunch of individuals invested in their own their own work as opposed to invested in like just the work of the entire country um i don't i don't i'm not i'm not following how that really makes like a huge difference in the in the big scheme of things like you know i mean i think it i think it uh, it gets to like the kind of broader like you have republicans on one side that constantly cut taxes and i know i'm like proposing cutting corporate income tax and income tax in general but i want to collect the same amount on the other side right all right um but like we have a situation where like the corporate income tax got cut and then so did income tax and then capital gains didn't move and there was no other recoup right so like we're just going to get more and more into deficit and like maybe that isn't an issue but eventually you'll run into some sort of inflationary problem when people aren't buying your bonds anymore right okay um and like that sort of incentive structure is the 401k that causes that to happen people aren't trying to like say oh well, let's be more balanced with our budget let's worry more about worker like maybe we would be fighting for like a 35 hour work week instead of a 40 without this sort of incentive structure you know what i mean it's like the labor movements kind of died out with the 401k Hmm. a lot of people think it was like right to work states and things like that but i actually think it was the 401k and the move away from pensions that's i'm not saying we should go back to pensions because i don't think those work anymore but I don't know if I if I agree with that. I feel like that's I don't, I don't feel like four hundred one ks are the reason pensions went away. I feel like four hundred one ks. No, no, I don't think the yeah. are the answer to pensions going away. But the side effect of going to the four hundred one k is this change in like the entire population's incentive structure. So, so if the answer isn't pensions and it's not the four hundred one k, then then what is it? Just like individuals like making their own maybe like a or like a a sovereign wealth fund or a superannuation fund or something i don't like other countries do other things you know like okay what is that what is a sovereign uh wealth fund uh sovereign sovereign wealth fund is like so i think like denmark has it and stuff where they basically it's it's kind of the same thing right it's the they they hold a ton of uh, different stocks and securities and stuff in like what essentially amounts to a national pension plan but like the individual citizens just get a check from the government and are a little bit more insulated from that incentive from looking at that incentive structure every day you know what i mean like that check is pretty much guaranteed by the government okay it's backed up by a pension plan but there is a there's a layer okay there. all right so <coughs> <coughs> I think I see what you're getting at here because sovereign wealth fund seems like a okay, like it's it's not, but like if you if you make like a, a bit of a stretch, a sovereign wealth fund is then just a very very regulated 401k sort of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it would be. Okay. But like right now, I can go to my 401k and I can change that mix. You know, and I can like invest wherever, or I can just invest in the market broadly. And it's like I'm watching the market. You are, yeah, you the individual. You know, and I can like decide to sell and 
So, so do do you think a, a system like a sovereign wealth fund is is the answer? Like, can I can I quote I, you on I would, that? I would need I would I would need to put more thought into it because um, the thing I worry about about the sovereign wealth fund is that it becomes so big that the country now is almost socialized. A lot of private industry. So you, you're trying. Because I think I actually like that. I like the I idea am... of nationally socializing the uh, the economy, right? Just kind of, <laughs> kind kind of going and taking the government and having it sort of own corporations, but then distributing the wealth to the people. That's not that's not such a bad thing. I mean, look, it's an answer. And like the thing about these sovereign wealth funds is that they allow the companies to be privately run. Right. Like they don't influence uh, the day to day running. So like you get the benefit of basically like a distributed market economy because you don't want to have central planning. Right. Because that's too many. The problem with central planning is that there's too many questions and too many problems for the one person or even a council of people to really make decisions on effectively. And then also to come up with innovations and things that would drive the market forward. Right. Okay. Like you want the market economy for its distributive computing power, right? Okay, I get it. Um, and that's, I mean, that's that's uh, the benefit of like a free right. market. And that's the sort of you yeah. Know. That that is the that is the primary benefit of the free market is that everyone is making their distributive market choices on their own, which kind of like takes this computational problem of how do we distribute resources, and then because that is at its heart a computational problem, right? Right. And instead of one person or a council of people or a big council of wise people making that decision it says everyone go make your own tiny tiny sliver of decision and then that's going to coalesce into a more efficient distribution okay so and so the sovereign wealth fund says okay well we want to keep that but we're gonna like kind of own it in a way kind kind of yeah i mean so you, you, we're, we're, we're talking about, like, taking steps from anarchy, where everyone just makes their own investments, to the government owns all private and public right. wealth and business. So, and, and somewhere in the middle yeah. is may, maybe the, the good solution. Okay. But, like, I'm not proposing the Sovereign Wealth Fund. I like it. As, I, I like it as a solution. I think it's a step All I'm saying in the right is direction. I, I feel like I've identified a problem, right? Right. But like, I don't know what the solution is. All right. And so, don't quote me. All on right. Because there's other ones. There's, uh, Australia does like a superannuation, which I'm not like super versed on, um, but it's like another type of way to do it. Um, America's thing was supposed to be social security, but we just ended up treating that as like a pass through tax, and it's like retarded. Okay. All right. Okay. So is this going to be the episode? This might just be the episode. We might just like, you know, we'll, we'll okay. call it a a casual. Right. So episode. we have like twenty six. Yeah, yeah. We we've got twenty six minutes of notes. Oh, yeah. So let's try to get that into a forty minute episode. I think we're good. All right. So go ahead and stop this recording. All right.